0: arts and entertainment guys I'm your host Sean Thomas and I'm here with the great Kayla Moffitt now Kayla came across on social media and I mean her solo work which we want to talk about is so beautiful I am really happy that she decided that she's gonna bless us with her time to come and share her story with us Welcome to the Okala Arts and Entertainment Podcast. Thank you for
1: having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yes.
0: And the thing is, um, I must also give thanks to E.J. Neves for blessing us with this wonderful space, the NEHS Gallery. So so Kayla, tell us about, before we come into this solo project that you have, Mm -hmm. talk to us about what inspired you to get into art. are you born in Ocala, are you from Ocala?
1: Yeah, so I was born and raised in Ocala. I'm actually like fifth generation in Ocala.
0: Okay, beautiful.
1: So, um, I've lived in Florida my whole life. My, most of my family's here in Florida. And, you know, I'm very much inspired by the vibrant Florida landscape. Oh, and, okay, beautiful. You know, whether it's the cities or the culture, or, you know, we have beautiful, like, forests and beaches and, you know, it's just it's so, Amazing, just like the vibrancy that you get even just from the people and I'm, I love color and I love vibrancy and I wanted to kind of show that and express that through my art.
0: So what got you into art? I mean let's start from, did, did someone you see inspire you to want to draw or is it something you started immediately doing in school that I, you liked?
1: I started immediately. I was always into art. My mom is very creative. My whole family is very creative, whether okay, beautiful. it's you know, music or art or graphic design. My family's always been big into art, so they mm. encouraged that, and me from a very young age. Okay. And you know, in college, I actually got into painting, so that was like my first introduction into painting and creating stuff like that. Um, and I learned very quickly, I am not like a realism kind of girl. I love abstracts. I love creating, you know, something that shows feeling and, you know, emotion through shapes and colors and that right. kind of thing.
0: So you said college. Which college did you check into to start, you know, growing this skill of yours? So
1: I was actually going for a computer science degree. Oh. And had to take, you know, an arts class and I was like, this is what I really want to do. This is what I fell in love with, you know. Um, and I actually kind of ended up making that a part of my, you know, actual career through graphic design and marketing and stuff like that. Um, but art for me, that one art class, it was with Michelle Faulkner, I think her name was my professor. Okay. I'm still like friends with her on, on Facebook. She likes all my stuff, um, and she's very she was very encouraging of my talent and everything. Even though I had no idea that I even wanted to do this professionally or to show anybody, it was. Very much like the first time people were like, You should show this. Can right.
0: You? So she's the one that kind of turned you on based on how she presented the right. stuff. Right.
1: Like it could be something you could actually do as a career, not just a hobby, if that makes sense.
0: Kudos to your teacher. Yeah, she's amazing. Beautiful. So you've been at it from the college, and then what happened after you left college? What
1: happened after I left college? I turned to more of like the career oriented side of it. I did graphic design for years, um, you know, in marketing and things like that. I'm still in marketing today. Um, But 2019, somebody saw, I just was like, you know what? I should start posting my stuff. I kind of kept it to myself. It was something, you know, friends and family would see it. Um, and commission pieces and stuff like that. Um, but it was really mainly like my therapy outlet. Right. You know, I never really you know, thought that I could make this into a career or mm-hmm. anything like that. Or that I would be you know, a full-time artist, you know, showing and things of that nature. But um, somebody saw it on social media. And from then on, more and more people started commissioning pieces. I started Uh-oh. entering competitions and the Marion County Cultural Alliance was my first one. Uh, best of the best, I actually sold
0: my piece from that one and then I was like, okay, well, maybe if people want to buy it, maybe there's something to this. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, you've been just sharing your art uh, with family and friends before yeah. you began getting into social media yeah. stuff. So, did you begin posting on, was it Facebook first or Instagram? or? I posted on Facebook and, in, and Instagram. Okay, yeah. so you created these platforms. Did someone say, hey Kayla? Um, you should be doing this on Facebook or Instagram?
1: Well, I've always done Facebook and Instagram personally. Right. And you know, I'm in marketing, so I understand the power of social media. Right. And this was just like, hey, I'm working on something. It wasn't even finished. It wasn't like I completed this piece. It was, I was in the middle of it. It's because I want to buy this when you're done with it. Oh. Yeah. So it was like, I hadn't even finished yet when people were like already wanting to buy the stuff. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's that's usually how it
1: works. That's why I always post like unfinished pieces still is because people will comment, oh, I want to commission a piece on this or I want to buy this, save this for
0: me, that kind of thing. Say that again, because a lot of people, sometimes they are really trapped in this notion that you have to post something when it's done. Right. But what you're saying is before it's finished, you're saying you want to post it so that people could get a view of someone. to come. Yeah, Yeah, you have to like entice people.
1: Show people a process, hey, I'm working on this or I use this certain product this way and they can start to see the piece come together. And when you kind of show people the story behind it, people are more likely and more inclined to actually want to buy the piece. Yes. than And if you're just posting a piece on there because they can't see the vision. Yes. You know.
0: You know, I like that. I like, and that can even work for uh, compositions like a musician that's composing a piece. You may have a melody that's just this much. Right. Share it. Because that makes sense, it makes sense for someone to be connected even more with this piece. right? Because they could say, well, oh, I have this, and now this is the whole of what this began to look like. That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: A lot of musicians do that on TikTok. You know, they'll post like, oh, I had this idea in my head, I played this little chorus or this line that I wrote, and then people just blow it up because they love how it sounds, and then they write the rest of the song with it.
0: Well, you know what, you just gave me an idea. <laughs> I'm not going to share it with you guys, <laughs> but you will get the post. So you started posting your stuff and folks are interested in buying it. Which would have been your first piece, You do you remember the first piece you sold? The
1: first piece I sold was actually something with flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very much like an abstract, it was large flowers I tried to do this like abstract realism kind of mix thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not an uh, realism kind of girl. I don't do that. The tediousness, you know, it takes a long time. It's not really my thing. Right. Um, and it was really during to develop like this style that you're going to see in the show coming up. Right. And that has pretty much been now my well-known style. People can recognize my pieces. Okay. Um, and I actually have had several people be like, "Oh, I saw your piece in this office or in this home," or, you know. Mm-hmm. So people are recognizing my work because this is just kind of become the style I'm known for now. Okay. Um, and that happened during the pandemic. And I was home and I just had a bunch of canvases and I started working on them. Mm-hmm. And it was that emotion, you know, because it was a very trying time. It was, you yeah. know, everybody was going through, there was a lot of emotion. And I just had to like get that out on campus. Right. Um, and part of my process is I write what I'm feeling. I write, you know, a memory, I write an emotion, I write something on the canvas before I cover it up and I make it pretty.
0: That's interesting. So whatever comes to you, you will write it. The the text side of it will go on the uh, canvas. Yes,
1: before I even start, yeah.
0: Oh, that's a very, um, that's a unique way of doing stuff. Yeah.
1: And I never tell people what's underneath the painting. Oh. So it's kind of like my own personal little secret behind every painting. There's yeah. something there and then that emotion, you know, whether I want to like feel happy or I want to convey what's actually on there Like I'm feeling that emotion is gonna come through. You know, it's really kind of like the starting point to the entire painting Most people come up with a composition first. I come up with feeling first
0: mm. And it's always the case or do, do you experience like a sometimes you might I,
1: I found that I do not finish a piece or it doesn't, doesn't work for me if I don't follow my process. I see. I see.
0: Now, I could imagine, I mean, you said that your family, uh, they've been involved in the arts and music and what have you. So I, I, I guess it's easy to say that the support you've been getting.
1: Yes. So okay. my whole family is very supportive. You know, um, my cousin who is a dance instructor, she owns several dance studios over in Daytona, commissioned mm. pieces um, for her studios. And one of them actually ended up on the cover of Ormond Beach Magazine. Wow which was kind of build cool, their cover artists. So um, they're very
0: supportive of everything I do. Oh man, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. So during the uh, pandemic, you said that this solo uh, work that you are allowed to uh, launch uh, started. Yes. Um, it's really my did, 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 did you get some kind of inspiration to say that maybe I should focus on trying to do a solo project or did it just start to work itself into that eventually?
1: Um, it kind of worked itself into that eventually. I had, you know, I would do these one-off pieces for shows or, you know, things around town, you know, these competitions, kind of get your name out there sort of thing. Um, but really wanting to do a solo like a solo show, my first solo exhibition kind of came about um, probably about a year after that. Mm. Um, I had some one-off pieces and I kind of started to see this vision right. of telling the secrets to whoever buys the painting, kind mm. of in and like revealing the secret of the painting kind of thing.
0: So you would be gone and things just start moving yeah. forward. So. What is the name of the solo piece that's coming up that you're going to be showing?
1: So the exhibition is called Secrets. Secrets, right. And the whole concept is that whoever buys the painting, when they get their certificate of authentic... authentic I can't even say the word.
0: Authenticity or... Uh, authentication. Authentication, there you authentication. See, it's right. a for a southerner to say. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the rhythm sometimes, the rhythm. <laughs>
1: Um, so they get their certificate of authentication, and when they do that, they're actually going to get to reveal the secret of the painting, and they're going to be the only ones who know it. Okay. So the whole thing is like, can you keep a secret, because mm-hmm. the value of the painting is that you're going to be the only one besides the artist who knows what's underneath the painting.
0: Okay. So how many pieces? Um...
1: There is going right now, we have 20, there may be 22. Okay. So I've kind of, I have a couple of them in the works right now. I'm like, I don't know if I want to show these with this. It's,
0: right. Yeah.
1: So 20 to 22. <laughs> 20
0: to 20. So each piece bought by someone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then that person yeah. will.
1: When they get their certificate of authentication on delivery. So you kind of get like all that together. It's going to be shown from April 7th is the grand opening, the VIP grand opening, which everybody's invited. Right. Um, and then from April 8th to June 16th, right. it'll be up. And then once that comes down, they get delivered to whoever buys them, and then they get their
0: secret. And it is shown where? Where is it going to be? It's
1: gonna be at the South State on um, Silver Spring Boulevard. Okay. And they have a second floor gallery space. It's a community gallery space they offer free to do, like emerging artists and art groups and things like that. Um, and they do it four times a year and I was one of four chosen to show work. Oh,
0: that's beautiful. So yeah. say that again. The, uh, of course, we will have this stuff in the uh, description and we'll show it on the screen. So the, uh, the name of the place is what? So it's
1: South State Bank.
0: Oh, South State Bank. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And they're a big supporter of the, you know, the arts community and a lot of nonprofits around town and they decided they were going to open up and create this gallery space in their second floor, like rotunda oh, area. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Nice.
0: So from April 8th mm-hmm. to June 16th. 16th, it will be up.
1: Yes, For come and up, anytime you. the bank is open, they can go, they can look. Um, if any pieces are left after, you know, the VIP period opening they can purchase them. Okay. There'll be cards there. You know, you can scan with a QR code, go online and, you know, purchase the painting.
0: Beautiful. So how are you feeling in terms of being able to express this project? I mean, share with us what kind of feeling that is.
1: Um, it's very humbling to know that people are actually interested and supportive of my work. You know, as an emerging artist, there's been such an outpouring of support. Um, you know, whether it's being on this podcast yes. or you know, being interviewed by WFT, or people you know sharing it you know locally you know some news outlets sharing it it's very humbling and just great to see the support for emerging artists in aval. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Now there would be a lot of young upcoming artists you know checking out this podcast yeah. and listening to your story how would you advise these young artists to go about you know honing their skills?
1: I would just advise them to never stop. Mm-hmm. You have to keep going and trying. I would encourage them to buy you know cheaper canvases because you know right. supplies are are <laughs> very expensive. Yeah. And you know, start with the cheaper paints. Start with the cheaper canvases. You don't need expensive acrylics and brushes and things like that to get started. Right. Um, and to practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I must have gone through, and I've you know. Some of them I gave away, some of them I never showed anybody, they got, you know, painted over or they got, you know, tossed in the trash or whatever, but it was just like, I had to experiment to find my style. Right. You have to find, you know, what makes you happy and what your signature style is, Mm -hmm. and when you find that, you don't stop. You keep creating that over and over and that's what really like, makes you well known. You know, creating a bunch of different pieces that don't really match and don't right. really go together. You have to find some semblance, some semblance, whether it's, you know, you're doing a variety of colors or you're mm-hmm. doing a variety of, you know, shapes or, you know, pictures or something, but they all have to have something that ties them together.
0: And in terms of following different uh, idols, mm-hmm. you know, would you say that they should also, you know, try to figure out who they like and, yes you know.
1: and you know I don't recommend you know copying other styles right but too, you can take elements like there's this artist Betty Franks okay. who does intuitive abstract work like I do mm-hmm. um, hers you know, is inspired by fields of flowers so most of hers look like fields of flowers okay um, and she may do some marks so it's like oh she does this with a chopstick or she does this you know makes this certain mark well, I could take that, but I could do it this way with right. this, and, you know, make it my own, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you have to find out, you can be inspired by other people and how they do stuff, and you could even be inspired by people who don't even do the same style work you do, but take the techniques, or take this element, and then, you know, turn it into your own thing.
0: Okay, okay. And would you be open to, you know, some young artists who might be seeing this, to say, right, you know, if you want to... Get some advice and so be feel free to reach out to me on social media. Of course. I'm always open. Okay. And your social media to find you, you said you're on Facebook.
1: I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Um,
0: and that's pretty much all I'm
1: right now. Right.
0: But right. Um,
1: yeah, I'm pretty
0: big on those too. So Facebook, your URL, your handle, I should say. Um it's under
1: K1 Moffat F L So okay. Florida.
0: Okay, beautiful. And Instagram is still
1: It's Kayla Moffin underscore art.
0: Okay, beautiful. And we put these in. Yes. So let's touch on that exhibition once more. Okay. That's coming up on the, sep- the 8th of April is when it's open. Uh,
1: so it completely opens to the public on April 8th. Right. Um, but the VIP grand opening is April 7th. It's a Friday. Right. From 5.30 to 7.30.
0: Okay, beautiful. And... Um, so, you say once the bank mm-hmm. is open, mm-hmm. folks could just come in there and view these wonderful mm-hmm. anytime. beautiful. And the name of the actual project is
1: A secret. Secrets. Mm-hmm.
0: I and mean, I won't tell you what secrets mm-hmm. of the day. You have to buy it.
1: I think that's still going to be the fun part though, is coming and seeing the paintings and trying to guess what the secret is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you, it, how, 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 how can you like, look at the painting and feel the emotion and you're like, I'm going to try to guess what's
0: underneath it. I think it's kind of fun. And the thing about it is you could guess what's underneath and still pay for it if you were wrong. So then you can <laughs> learn that you might have been close. <laughs> I think that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. with this conversation. I'm happy that you decided you would do this because um, I don't know, have you done stuff like this before?
1: I have never. I'm more of a behind the scenes kind
0: of girl. Oh. You know, I video and I do podcasts and stuff, but I do them on the other side of the camera.
1: Oh, I see. Right. Okay. So you are now on the receipt Yes. I'm
0: finally oh, okay. on the other side of the camera now. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you see how it feels. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Folks, you've been checking out O'Cala Arts and Entertainment podcast. I'm hanging out here with Kayla Moffitt. So you know, she's, go check her stuff out. It's coming up on April 8th, and it ends in June. Yes. So, and it's at the South State Bank Ocala. Mm -hmm. You'll see all of that information, so we want to, of course, say thank you again to EJ Neves for blessing us with this wonderful space. we, We are at the NEHS Gallery, and some of what's behind us is some of Kayla's work so you will see some of them coming up on the video so we hope to see you guys at this wonderful exhibition
1: i hope to see you all there it's been great
0: Kayla thank you very much thank you for
1: having me i appreciate it yes
0: you're welcome